0: The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to one 909 Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Welcome to the Influencers Edge. This is the place where you come to get the latest breakthroughs, cutting edge insights, tools and techniques to leapfrog over the pack in sales, persuasion and influence. Be sure you visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, tune in, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to The Influencers Edge. And once again, we have an amazing guest. We have Tom McCarthy. Tom, welcome to the show. You have a lot of brilliance and wisdom you're going to be laying out for us. So thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah. Great to be with you, Paul. Now let's dive a little bit into your bio. It's so extensive. You have so many achievements that I'm going to have to truncate it and cut it short because there's just so much on here. It would take up a chunk of the podcast. Yeah, just that's to... just because I'm old though, Paul. Hey, we're not <laughs> old. In terms of birthdays, We're old, but in terms of wisdom, we've not yet begun in years. (laughs) So Tom is a father of two, husband of 30 years. Wow, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. CEO or board member of eight companies? Where in the world do you find time to be a dad a husband, and be the CEO, a board member of eight companies. That's magnificent time management. Yeah,
1: most of them are. Uh, I'm on boards, and, and some are companies that I'm not on boards anymore, but I have been on uh, several boards.
0: And you are an early-stage investor in over 40 companies, and you're a worldwide philanthropist. After a successful career with a Wall Street firm, Tom found his true passion in the field of helping people in business, athletics that's interesting and life what have you done with people in athletics are you an athlete yourself I was I was a,
1: a moderate athlete in college I actually played football in college but I didn't get I didn't get off the bench very often uh, but uh yeah I've coached four athletes that have gone on to win Olympic gold medals I've coached wow. world champions wow my my children who are now 29 and 26 were both. Division one athletes. My daughter played soccer at UCLA, was a national champion. Go Bruins. Yeah. And then uh, our son, my son, uh, was a a point guard, a basketball player at Harvard.
0: Wow. So some significant achievements there. Uh, And so you help people break through their limitations and step into their full potential. You've been a peak performance coach for athletes, as you've said, who've won world championships, Olympic gold medals in the corporate world. Your clients have included Cisco Systems, Microsoft, Wells Fargo, you know, startups like that. <laughs> you've been called the world's number one high stakes performance coach, and you've been selected by Forbes as an expert and thought leader in the areas of leadership, communication and peak performance for their knowledge, innovation center wow okay i think that that shows that you are an accomplished uh, gentleman to say the least so let's talk about some of the things that uniquely bring you uh, uniquely bring to the table i know that your book what is tell share the title of your book yeah the, the book is called the breakthrough code and it's it's actually
1: a story so it's a parable that that brings to light the things I've noticed over the years that people, the the gold medalists I've coached, the CEOs of big tech companies that just have that knack of getting the ball past the, the, you know, getting the ball in the end zone or crossing the finish line, you know, what do they do? Because at some point in time, everybody gets stuck in some area of your life, but some people get unstuck and other people just kind of give up or give in. I've got a saying that, Average conforms to reality. So every day people wake up and they, you know, they have things that are most likely to happen based upon what they've done in the past and their habits. And most people just accept what's most likely to happen. But then there's the 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 great people in life, which anyone could be a great person in life, but I say average, average conforms to reality. Greatness creates a whole new reality. It literally shifts. Wow. Reality. And reality, I was actually just reading, um, uh, I think he had 13 or 14 rules, but the the guy who started Y Combinator that takes young companies and incubates them, and he's created over a trillion dollars worth of value in these companies. But one of the things that he talked about was uh, one of the rules that he notices in great founders is that they have this knack of bending reality to their will. And so that's what the Breakthrough Code is really all about. How do you create...
0: Whoa, whoa. whoa. I, I want you to unpack this. Bending reality to their will. It sounds like magic.
1: <laughs> well, it is It is magical in certain ways. I mean, the average person thinks it's you know can't be done, but great people know that you can bend reality. You can shift reality. I mean, look at what's happening in the Ukraine, right? You had a country that was attacked by a much larger country, a much bigger military force, more resources. And the most likely thing that was going to happen was that Russia was going to attack and two or three days later, Ukraine would surrender and that would be that. But you had this guy, President Zelensky, that said, no, I'm not going to accept that. That may be the most likely possibility. But he stood up and he said, look, we're going to win. We need some help but we're going to win. And he started shifting reality. And he got people like me and you and other people to have an awareness of something going on that most of the time we wouldn't even care about. But now resources are coming, support's coming, and they're still fighting. No one else is fighting that battle for them. But a leader stood up and shifted reality. And that happens all the time. Not, Not always on a global scale like that, but this is what we can do. You know, I see that you know, your 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 uh, in your background had said the sales advantage. You know, salespeople, great salespeople. We do one of my companies. We do presentation training at a lot of the big tech firms, and as a matter of fact, we have trainings going on today. I don't do them, but I have people doing them, and and part of what we are helping people to do is to shift reality. Because when you walk in, uh, you might have a customer that's not a fan of your company, not interested in buying, doesn't think they have budget. As a salesperson, you have to shift that reality if you want to have a successful engagement. And so that's what I love. I love the fact that we are creators here on this planet, and we don't have to just accept what we see as the physical reality because everything's created twice, first inside, then on the outside, everything's first created in your mind. And, and so when we start to understand that, and also everything's just energy, right? Everything is energy. Human beings are energy. Uh, the computer I'm looking at you at is energy. It's dense energy. But it was created in somebody's mind. Somebody shifted reality and came up with this idea. Now I've got this desktop Apple computer that I'm talking to you uh, over. But this is what we can do as human beings. And I want more people taking control and, and the power that they truly have to create a better life for themselves and for everyone else.
0: That I love this. That average conforms to reality, but mm-hmm. great people. Uh, create then, a whole new
1: reality. They create that, a whole new reality. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So let's go yeah. ahead in about the fable. Continue with the fable. So or the fable of the story, however you want to put it.
1: Yeah. So there's three big ideas. I mean, it, it's a young person that is struggling, has a lot of potential not achieving what they could he's a software salesperson but he's 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 he basically he's got you know this quota that for two years in a row he's not gotten close to hitting and now his manager calls him in and and is going to put him on a performance plan and and he's oh god yeah he's struggling because he doesn't know what he can do because he's working so hard but then he starts to learn how to shift reality and there's three big concepts that the book is built around and it's um you know, I hope people will read it. It's a very engaging story. I've gotten great feedback. It's endorsed by friends of mine like Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield and Tony, who? Yeah. All sorts of other people in tech and outside of tech. But uh, the, the first big idea is anybody who's truly shifting reality is applying these ideas. I didn't discover these ideas. I just watched people and I said, All right, what are they doing? Why is this happening for them? And could it happen for other people? And I said, yeah, I could. So let me share it. And the first big idea is focus on less and then obsess. Now, uh, if you look at somebody who's done something really great, they're not great at everything that they do. That's the, that's kind of the misconception people have is that, oh my gosh, look at so-and-so. They must be great at everything. No, they're great at things that they've focused on being great at, right? Where they where they focused energy and created a breakthrough. What's the difference, Paul, between a light
0: bulb and a laser? Oh, the laser is focused. Yeah, but and they're the both light. light. Bulb is diffused.
1: Yeah, they're both light. Lasers just focused light or focused energy, and then you're right. The light bulb is diffused. Most people's lives are pretty diffused. They're just kind of trying to get along and putting energy and whatever pops up in front of them. People that create breakthroughs where they're stuck and and they create this breakthrough that changes their life. They apply focus. They apply energy in that direction. And, and so focus on less. I don't think you can really have more than three things. You're really trying to create a breakthrough in
0: absolutely at any,
1: at any one point in time. And the, the, the second part of that is then obsess. Now, what I'm not talking about is being, consciously obsessive where all you do is think about this result i don't call it a goal i call it a result because result has a stronger connotation in people's minds they've had they've had goals that they haven't achieved but results is something that's happened And, and and with the obsession though a conscious obsession isn't really healthy if all you do is think about it think about it with your conscious mind the conscious mind is pretty primitive it's Powerful in some ways, but not that powerful. It can process forty bits of information per second, and the subconscious. And I think that says the subconscious behind you, right? Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, I'm a hypnotist. I've been doing. Okay. Good. Hypnosis for well, I'm three-
1: talking. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking exactly everything you already know about. But it can process forty million bits of information per second, based on the research I've seen, and that's where and that's what hypnosis is so great at, right? Getting down in there. But that's where you want to obsess. Now, these are all things that you already know and have probably talked to your audience about. But one of the things that, that uh, the habits align to, I have habits that align to each of these big ideas, but you want to see it, feel it, believe it, and then let it go. And so every day you've got whatever result, yeah, whatever result that you want, if you can't see it, as if it's already happened, which for most people, that's a that's a non-starter. They go, how can I see something that I can't touch or feel? But every great human being knows everything's created twice. First inside, then on the outside. And so seeing it, feeling it, believing it, and then you can let it go because the super conscious, I call it the super conscious, by the way, yes. not um, even the subconscious. I agree. Yeah. Once it knows what you want, man, it's it's working for you. And it's obsessing, not you consciously. It's obsessing. So I love that, this. Can, yeah. Tom,
0: can I just uh, yeah. say how much I appreciate this brilliance? And I'll tell you why. I love how bringing people on who are a little bit contrarian. This goes against the advice that says you must constantly think about your goal. I, I'm going to knock Napoleon Hill for a second. He said you must work yourself into a white heat for money. <laughs> he did and so constantly think about it over and over and over again but i love this you give it up to the super conscious and yep. that works on it for you i i, I love that that's so contrarian to what most people say which is obsess all day long uh, this yeah. is brilliant insight how did you come by that insight i agree 100 percent.
1: Well, because i've been consciously obsessive in the past and it kind of wears you out, right? And and then I'm like, hey, wait a minute, I've got this superpower inside of me, it can process 40 million things in a second, probably more than that. And by the way, I believe the the superconscious mind is not a body part, I believe that it extends out beyond our bodies. Oh yeah. man, we
0: could talk for hours on this non-local yeah. consciousness.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think you know, you and we've all had experiences where we think of somebody and and then all of a sudden, you know, we haven't heard from them and you know, months and someone emails us or calls us, well, how did that happen? Is that just a coincidence? Or so I'll give you another example. Uh, I was telling my son, he was working on a deal to uh, to buy a big company with some senior partners. He's in private equity. And they needed a couple hundred million dollars more to, to finalize this deal. And it was a company that you would know the name of. I, I can't say it out loud, but a very famous, big, prestigious company. And so I said, hey, look, uh, program your mind. He's a huge believer in the mind. I said, program your mind to always be in the right place at the right time. And so what he does, he gets in a alpha state and a meditative state and just a couple of times a day, but he's, you know, he programs his mind. He sees himself in the right place at the right time. And he, he told he called me up like a week later after we had talked and he said, dad, you're never going to believe what happened. I said, what? He said, well, I'm, he lives up in West Hollywood. He goes, I'm walking down the sidewalk. This guy comes running. He's running towards me. He's out for a jog, running towards me. And all of a sudden, he get, right before he gets to me, he stops right in front of me. And he says to me, he said, I don't know why I'm stopping. He said, I don't usually even run this way. I live up in Beverly Hills. I don't even know why I ran this way. But something told me I had to run this way. And something tells me I need to stop and talk to you. And I said, well, what, what were you thinking? He goes, well, I was a little freaked out at first. And I said, how old was the guy? And he said, dad, he was an old guy. He was like your age. And and, uh, and I said, well, what'd he say? Well, he, he asked me what I did. And I said, would you tell him? He said, well, I told him I was an investor. And the guy said, well, I'm an investor too. And they talked for nothing substantial, but they talked for about, he said, a minute or two. And the guy said, hey, look, great meeting you if there's anything that uh, you know we should talk about in the future. Let me know. And he gave him his name, and I didn't give him his email. My son didn't know who he was, and the guy jogged off. And my son went back. And uh, when he got back to his place, he looked him up. The guy is a billionaire, and uh, he runs. He was the founder and managing uh, director of a four billion dollar private equity fund. And so my son called him up and said, "Hey, I think there's a reason we should talk." And so he told him about the deal he was working on. The guy was interested. He goes, Yeah, you know, I I, I didn't know why I stopped and talked to you, but this is really interesting. Um, Let's meet. So they meet my son, Tom. His name's Tommy. And this guy and Tommy's senior partners met two days later for lunch. Guy really liked the deal. He said, I want someone else to look at it too. Let's meet two days later for dinner. They meet two days later. Each of those guys, the guy my son met, the guy he brought along with him, committed $100 million each to that deal. Now, how the heck did that happen, right? that That is impossible to happen if our minds are just in our bodies, right? Absolutely. So, And I've got story after story like that. Uh, we've got this incredible power. Most people are not using it. You're helping people to use it with the work you do, right? Which is really fantastic. But the majority of the world is just accepting reality, just accepting what's Right smack dab in front of them. I want people creating, making this world a better place for everybody.
0: I love this. You're actually getting. I'm going to use the word. You're getting into the metaphysics of success, and I think it's it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Let me ask you this: This begs the question. What do you think gets in the way of people having that trust and and letting go and trusting? the super conscious mind. So many people, Tom, in my experience, the people I work with I, I by no intent mean to make this about me, mm-hmm. perceive that if they do that, they're giving up control. Do you understand what I'm saying? So how do you deal with clients and people who who have that fear of losing control, of, well, of needing to be in control?
1: Keeping control with, uh, you know, well, compared to computer a computer that only processes 40 bits of information per second is a losing game when you've got this other supercomputer, the superconscious mind, that can process 40 million bits of information per second. It's like you know, continuing to use uh, which I have some friends that do this actually, you know, a flip, uh, a flip phone, right? You know, the old flip phones from 20 years ago. I still oh, have people that a couple of people that in there, one is a CEO, really cool guy, but he, he, I think he just does it for fun, but uh, you know, it's just, it's not going to give you all the capabilities that you really could have. And here's the thing, you're, you're still in control because the conscious mind is programming the superconscious. And the reality is your superconscious mind, your subconscious mind is, is in control anyways. It's in control. <laughs> That's you know, they true. say that first you make your habits, the habits reside down in the superconscious, and then your habits make you. People, I mean, research I've seen says that 95 to 99% of our lives, basically, we're not consciously directing, anyways. It's our habits that are just basically creating our lives as we go. And so, what I'm trying to get people to do is have more control over their life, not less. I agree. This, the super conscious is saying, what do you want? What do you want? And people go, well, my life stinks. You know, wh- how-, how can the super conscious be that powerful? Because you have programmed it to stink, right? You're running programs or what I call stories. You're, you know, at the end of the, the second big idea is upgrade your story, upgrade your life. And you're running a story. The story is just playing out the way it's programmed into your super conscious mind. And so if you want control then I I, w- I want to give you control. I want you to control this incredible power within you so that it can make things happen and it's going to be with much less effort. Like I don't work as hard as I used to and I I make a lot more money and a lot more opportunities wow. come my way.
0: You know it's very interesting when you call stories I call narratives and often mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't even know where these narratives come from. They come from our parents. They come from generational trauma. Yeah. They come from the society that tells you you have to struggle and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So I think this is a really good thing that you're doing. You're liberating people and giving them choice over what narratives they tell themselves. In a sense, you're you're doing the oppresso liber, which is the motto of the British Secret Service. Uh mm-hmm. Um, uh, what the SAS, which is liberate the yeah. oppressed. So yeah. you, man, you're a liberator as well as a teacher and a coach. I love that about you.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I grew up in a family where I can still remember being three years old and watching a taxi cab pull up to my house. I had a two-year-old brother, I had a six-month-old brother. Uh, my mom was there. And the ta- uh, army officer got out of the cab, and, and it was in uh, North Carolina, right near Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to come tell my mom that my dad had been killed in Vietnam the day before. I'm so sorry. So, so I know trauma, and and then I know what it, it's like to have fears and anxieties and, and grief and, and all those things. That's what I grew up with. I had a story that if I would have hung on to that old story, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. I don't know what I'd be doing, but I, I wouldn't be living where I live, doing what I do, hanging out with the people I hang out with. I had to shift. I had to shift that story. I had to shift my focus. And, and so you, if, I, you, yeah. if you don't mind,
0: because again, people get into their genius zone and sometimes they don't realize what a big nugget they're delivering here. How did you shift your story? Because people will say, just change your story, change your narrative. But I've found that narratives have a lot of momentum because you've been running it in your mind over and over and over and over again. So how did you go about shifting your narrative, your story?
1: Yeah, the thing that I think the thing that I did is, and this is, I don't know how I learned this, you know, it's probably from reading books early on, like by Wayne Dyer and Dennis Waitley. And I remember reading the book, Illusions by... Uh, Jonathan Bach, somehow that came into my life and it kind of freaked me out at first. Uh, It's a parable. But uh, I always looked at, you know, whenever I get into any situation, I don't look at what the average person's going to do. I always look at who was in that situation and found a way to thrive or succeed. And so, for instance, I tell people, look, if you get some sort of medical, scary medical diagnosis. Don't go to the internet and look at all the symptoms and see what happens to everybody else. Don't do that, right? Go look. And I did, I had something happen in 2015 and this, but this explains kind of why I was able to overcome my old programming. So in 2015, I travel all around the world speaking and uh, I was just wearing myself out. And And so I I got a virus. This was well before COVID, but I got this virus, and I was, you know, not sleeping a lot and worn out. I didn't get better, and and then you know when I didn't get better, I have a really good kind of alternative uh, MD. He never does uh, antibiotics, but he said, look, you know, you're traveling, just take this antibiotic. And I took it, and it didn't help. And then he said, you know, geez uh, take another cycle of it. Didn't help kind of wipe my immune system out though. Right. It wasn't a bacterial infection. It was a virus, which, you know, he didn't know. Was, he thought it was a sinus infection. And so I, I got into a situation where I scared the heck out of me because I wasn't getting better. And I literally lost almost all my energy. Like I would sleep for 14 hours a day and I would wake up exhausted because uh, b- what I'd done was I had put myself in a a fight or flight mode, right? Yes. And so even when I was sleeping, my amygdala, right, was was activated. You know, danger, 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 danger. Right. And and then people are saying, oh, you know, I've got chronic fatigue, and I was inflamed. My every every glands were swollen. My lungs hurt. Wow. I couldn't. I could walk barely to the bathroom, and I felt like I was dying. I did not know what was going on. And people said, look, this chronic fatigue, uh, most people live with it the rest of your life, right? their lives. And I'm like, not me. I'm not living like this the rest of my life. And so rather than looking at the symptoms and and agreeing with, okay, a lot of people struggle with it the rest of their life, I said, who's had it and got better quickly? And I found a guy over in London. And and I said, all right, uh, what did he do? And I talked with him and I found out what he did and I did what he did and I got better. And so- that's kind of my philosophy. I don't think we're ever stuck unless we we stick ourselves, you know, make ourselves stuck. There's always new possibilities to shape reality. I got an I email that. from, uh, not an email, something on Instagram from a lady. I, I still need to talk to her, but um, she, had, she had seen another podcast I was on and then had read my book and said, uh, you know, I'd like to share my story with you. And she had something like, I think it was called like trapped body syndrome, which typically happens when someone has a stroke or or their brainstem is damaged. Where literally they're they're totally paralyzed, but their mind is still very active inside a body. Imagine that, right? But they can't move, they can't eat, they can't do anything.
0: I have a friend's mom who's going through that right now.
1: Yeah, and so uh, she said there was she had she was given less than one percent chance to get through that but she made it through and and she basically what she did she said look I'm going to put I'm going to use the power of my mind to get through this and by the way the, the first two big ideas focus on less and then obsess upgrade your story at the end of the day all we really are the narrative as you call it or the story we tell ourselves who we are or what our predicament means and then the third big idea is pack your day with effective action. It does not mean massive action, right? It wow. means effective action. Effort times effectiveness equals results. And so effective action could be meditating. I was meditating before I got on this podcast and, yep. and you called to tell me you're going to be a couple minutes late. Thank you for that. But I was meditating. Now, what what does that have to do with success, right? Well. I have to recover energy. I wanted to have enough energy to get on and and do my best job with you. There's also achievement actions. But I believe that I would rather be working on increasing my effectiveness uh, by two or three X than try to work two times harder than I'm working right now.
0: It's wonder. uh, That's another uh, contrarian distinction. There's a famous guru who says, take massive action. And you're saying, "No, no, 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 take effective action. I love that. I I absolutely love bringing on guests who have some unconventional and contrarian wisdom to share. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Absolutely amazing. We're running towards the end of our time. You have so much to share. Number one, when it's convenient for you, I'd like to invite you to come back on the podcast because you're an amazing guest. You have such a wealth of knowledge. But more importantly, I'm sure there are people in the audience who want to stay in the conversation with you. How can they go about doing that? Of course, we'll put it also in the show notes.
1: Yeah, so there's a couple ways. Instagram is a good way. My my um, handle on Instagram is at the not because I think I'm so important, but Tom McCarthy was already taken. So at the Tom McCarthy, and I I do several videos. Uh, along the lines of what we're talking about, little one-minute videos of little tips and tricks, like how do you get the crap out of your head that you don't want anymore? And again, you're an expert on all this too. Uh, So that would be a good place and you can DM me there. Uh, And then also uh, my book, The Breakthrough Code, uh, you can buy on Amazon or if you wanna check out some videos about it first, you can go to thebreakthroughcode.com. And uh, I hope people will, well, read the book. It, it, was, it was a labor of love. It's done very, very well. And um, I really am inspired by the stories that I'm already getting back from breakthroughs that people are having by reading the book and applying those principles.
0: You know, it's very interesting. The reason I reached out to you, is one of my fans and students mentioned that he read the book and he had a tremendous breakthrough that he cried when he read the book and it really changed his life. That was the reason why I screenshot, I'm just going to be transparent, I screenshot that message and sent it to my producer and said, get this guy on the show.
1: Yeah, thank uh, you. I'm glad you did that. Great meeting you too, Paul. Wow. And we just found out we're neighbors, so that's that's the second. Yeah, we
0: definitely have to talk about meeting up. So let's have a chat when we're off the air. Tom McCarthy, thank you so much for being on the Influencer's Edge. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye now. Okay, Tracy, we're out. Hold on just one second, Tom. The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1. 909-741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Thank you for tuning in to the Influencer's Edge, where you get the latest breakthroughs, cutting edge insights, tools, and techniques so you can leapfrog over the pack in sales, influence, and persuasion. Remember to visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com to enjoy even more great episodes like this one. We look forward to seeing you again on The Influencers Edge Show.